Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is 7 News with Angie Asimus. Good morning. We begin with breaking news in the UK where the Queen's crisis talks regarding the future of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex have just finished. Prince Harry sat down with his grandmother, the Queen, father, Prince Charles and brother, Prince William, for the summit with Meghan reportedly dialing in from Canada. For more, Europe correspondent Sarah Greenalch is at the Queen's royal estate in Sandringham where the meeting was held. Sarah, do we know what was said? Good morning, Angie. Well, they certainly had a lot to talk about and the Queen has just released a statement saying the discussions with her grandson about his and his family's future have been constructive. I'll read you a little bit of that statement. It says, My family and I are entirely supportive of Harry and Meghan's desire to create a new life as a young family. Although we would have preferred them to remain full-time working members of the royal family, we respect and understand their wish to live a more independent life as a family while remaining a valued part of of my family. It goes on to talk about Harry and Meghan having made it clear that they want to be uh, reliant, don't want to be reliant rather on public funds and that it has been agreed there will be a transition period during which the Sussexes will, will spend time in Canada and the UK. There are several things that stand out about this statement. It mentions the word family eight times. It is so different in tone to that one line statement the Queen released last week in the immediate aftermath of Harry and Meghan's announcement. It also doesn't mention the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. She refers to her grandson and his wife as Harry and Meghan, which could be telling uh, and give us some insight into whether or not they have decided to drop those royal titles. The meeting here at Sandringham started at 2 o'clock this afternoon. This statement was released about three hours later. Prince Charles and Prince Harry have both been photographed leaving the estate separately. Uh, the Queen goes on to say that there, while they have reached some initial conclusions, there is still much to work out as it is complex, no doubt more discussions about the logistics in coming days. It's the government that have to uh, uh, foot the bill for things like security. The sovereign grant still provides some of the money uh, that currently funds the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Uh, and also there is this question of um, their Commonwealth role. Uh, it's, it's not just a matter for the Queen to decide who does what in the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth is very much uh, uh, an association of 53 nations. So there's some quite delicate diplomacy and politics there. 
Now, on a day that was about division and tension, or at least it started out that way, the brothers, Prince William and Harry, had to unite fairly early on after a newspaper report came out here in The Times claiming that William had bullied Prince Harry. He had been insufficiently welcoming of Meghan from the very start. So the brothers then put out this joint statement saying, despite clear denials, a, fa a false story ran in a UK newspaper today speculating about the relationship between the Duke of Sussex and Cambridge. For brothers who care so deeply about the issues surrounding mental health, the use of inflammatory language in this way is offensive and potentially harmful. So Harry and Meghan are breaking up with the royal family. They are stepping down from their roles as senior royals, but it seems when it really counts, this family is still willing to support each other. Angie? All right, thanks very much, Sarah. A Victorian man missing in far north Queensland for three weeks has miraculously been found alive. Milan Lemick went missing last month after bogging his ute in the Daintree Forest. Rescue crews conducted extensive searches of the area, initially fearing he'd been taken by a crocodile. Police say he was found in good physical condition and had been surviving mainly on berries. Australia is set to get some much-needed rain with falls forecast for most of the country. Up to 100 millimetres is predicted to fall across the east coast over the next week, giving exhausted firefighters a reprieve. The RFS says if the forecast comes to fruition, it will be all of its Christmas, birthday, engagement, anniversary, wedding and graduation presents rolled into one. Inland areas will get a drenching too, but it won't be enough to break the drought. Rain is expected to fall by the end of this week. However, several fires are still burning at a watch and act level in Victoria. Rainfall is expected to help crews, but temperatures will remain at around 30 degrees. Hot weather combined with gusty winds means the fire danger shows no sign of relenting. 1,500 firefighters are on the ground working to strengthen containment lines around existing blazes. A large smoke cloud continues to sit over most of the state, with Melbourne expected to see haze again today. In South Australia, fires continue to burn out of control on Kangaroo Island, fuelled by dry conditions. The fire front stretches a staggering 120 kilometres, with crews working to prevent it from extending even further. With the island set to miss out on that rain forecast for the rest of the country, firefighters face an uphill battle to get those blazes under control. The Prime Minister has managed to convince President Trump to lift a red flag warning urging American tourists to avoid Australia because of the bushfires. Political reporter Olivia Leeming is in Canberra. Olivia, it is good news for our tourism industry. Yeah, well, that will depend on whether this actually does encourage Americans to visit Australia, given there has been widespread coverage of the bushfires over in the US and elsewhere overseas. And it has affected tourism numbers. Even in some non-fire zones in Australia, the industry says more than half of holiday bookings have been cancelled. But this could help Scott Morrison leaning on the relationship he's built with the president over the past year to successfully urge those close to Donald Trump's senior White House officials to downgrade the travel warnings for Americans. There had been a red flag issued for tourism to Australia, urging foreigners to postpone their trips, given this is uh, the worst bushfire season in Australia's history. It has been downgraded, but not yet to original levels. A challenge for the government now as it continues to deal with the fallout from the height of the fire season, uh, helping communities rebuild as the fires continue to blaze, uh, is to try and limit the impact on the tourism industry, to send the message 
message that Australia is still open for business. Angie. Thanks very much, Olivia. Westpac has announced it will pay the mortgages of its customers affected by catastrophic bushfires for up to a year. The bank will cover repayments of up to $1,200 per month and is offering interest-free emergency loans of up to $2,000. Separately, the bank has promised it won't foreclose on any farming businesses in the affected areas for three years. Other banks are also providing bushfire relief with large donations from ANZ and CBA, while NAB has also uh, intends to provide $2,000 grants. Sydney's controversial lockout laws have been lifted for most of the city, with today the first day without them since 2014. Patrons can now enter bars after 1.30am and last drinks will be pushed back to 3.30am instead of 3. The strict laws will be scrapped for venues across the CBD, including Oxford Street, but will remain in place in King's Cross. Bottle shop opening hours across New South Wales have also been extended until midnight from Monday to Saturday with an 11pm closing time on Sunday. There's been a rush on bushfire sprinkler systems as residents in fire black spots do anything they can to protect homes and yards. Scientists say the systems have helped save some at-risk homes but should not be seen as a quick fix to the bushfire threat. Michael Bergwis is in the business of making rat. His bespoke sprinkler systems are designed to last 20 years. The rainmaker is ready-made with gutter fittings. Put it up, stick it on, take it off. That's it, turn it on. He's travelled as far as Tathra to fit sprinklers to vulnerable homes. When a fire is coming, you don't want stuff breaking on you. These videos show how effective working sprinklers can be, but Black Saturday proved they only work when the water source continues to run until the flames hit and... The few systems that actually did survive through the event were well protected, like in a a big uh, masonry enclosure or in a cellar. This defence system won't replace a bushfire survival plan, but it also shouldn't affect it. The rainmaker can either help those who've chosen to stay and defend their properties or give peace of mind to those who leave, knowing they've given their home the best chance. Scientists say they're often most useful directed at specific targets. You might have a deck that needs suppression or um, some vegetation near your house that needs suppression, but they don't actually solve all the problems. For Michael's rainmakers, a typical bushfire-prone property costs around $1,000 to fit out. For a DIY option, Bunning sells individual sprinklers from $10. Tom Saker, 7 News. Imagine a supermarket where there were no staff to help you bag your items or even pay for your goods. Well, some believe that's the sort of shopping experience we'll soon be having with technology used to scan your items when you grab them off the shelf, not at the checkout. Could future shopping be no queues, cash registers or self-scanner machines? Yeah. Supermarkets devoid of checkouts. We are always looking at ways to make our customers' shopping experience faster and easier. The concept of flash and go is very much being embraced across the world. Amazon began trialling cashierless stores in the US two years ago with its Go Just Walk Out technology and aims to open thousands next year. Customers use their smartphone's Go app to scan them in, then pocket their phone while cameras and sensors detect items they bag, adding them to their virtual bill. It's a tech model Coles is now considering, but... Definitely no plans to get rid of traditional checkouts. I think it's about having different options for different customers. Woolworths is still testing checkoutless scan and go in several stores, where customers use their mobile phones throughout, scanning products as they shop, 
then tapping off and paying digitally. It's evolving and it's evolving rapidly. While checkout free technology can streamline supermarkets operations and lower their costs, it seems the stores are in no hurry to upset customers who want that personal interaction when they shop. Helen Wellings, 7 News. Iranian security forces have opened fire on demonstrators who took to the streets once again protesting the government's downing of a passenger plane and the days of denials that followed. Iran has now admitted it shot down a Ukrainian passenger jet carrying 176 people. Witnesses say police fired live ammunition to disperse protesters in Tehran, wounding several people. After initially blaming a technical failure, Iranian authorities admitted to accidentally shooting the plane down in the face of mounting evidence. No one survived the crash. Authorities in the Philippines are warning an explosive eruption could happen within days after the Tal volcano began spewing ash for the first time since 1977. The volcanic activity has been so intense it's created its own weather system. Bolts of lightning were seen flashing across an ash column illuminating the sky. The alert level has been raised with calls for a total evacuation of nearly half a million people near the capital Manila. Hundreds of flights have been cancelled as the ash clouds spreads. There have been no reports of serious injury. There was a delicate operation to rescue a base jumper found dangling 200 metres above the ground after his parachute became snagged on the rocky cliffside in Thailand. Local residents spotted the Austrian base jumper in trouble and raised the alarm. The 28-year-old became stuck after strong winds blew him off course. It took more than five hours for rescuers to reach him. Apparently, he wasn't deterred by the ordeal, though, and returned to jump later that day. Our very own Margot Robbie has been nominated for an Oscar for a second time. Joaquin Phoenix, Antonio Banderas, Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Driver and Jonathan Price are all up for the Best Actor Award. For Best Picture, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman, Parasite, 1917, Marriage Story, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women and Ford vs Ferrari are all nominated. The major medication breakthrough is offering hope to millions of Australians who suffer from debilitating migraines. Patients are reporting fewer attacks and say the new treatment is life-changing. Migraines have made Benjamin Thompson's life hell. You're lucky to get kind of two or three days a week where you don't have a migraine. It's just really debilitating. But now there's hope of real relief, a new drug especially designed to ease migraine symptoms. Arenamab is the first in a class of medications that have been specifically developed for treatment or prevention of migraines. Before it, my life was almost like walking through a field of landmines or something where you're not sure what's going to trigger the next migraine. The drug is delivered by injection. The results can be life-changing. It allows uh, a significant reduction in the migraine frequency and also severity. At least 15% of Australians live with either occasional or chronic migraines. The cost to the nation's economy from lost work hours is more than $35 billion. Migraines are probably the biggest source of uh, economic burden to the Australian community. While the treatment is promising, it doesn't come cheap. The drug is yet to be listed on the Pharmaceutical Benefits Scheme, so sufferers must pay between $300 and $850 a month. There's so many migraine sufferers out there that could be contributing so much more to society if, they, um, if this kind of drug was on the PBS. It's the difference between having no life and having a life. Melissa Christidis, 7 News. 
The Hobart Hurricanes finals hopes have been dealt a heavy blow after losing to the Perth Scorchers by 77 runs. The Canes' George Bailey got off to an awkward start before the game had even started after an exchange with a young fan. Do you like cricket? Been lovely chatting to you. <laughs> Have a lovely evening. <laughs> Onwards and upwards from here, lads. Things didn't improve from there for the Hurricanes. The Scorchers' Josh Inglis hit his highest Big Bash score of 73 as Hobart was set 176 for victory. But the Hurricanes lost a steady stream of wickets, their final six falling for just 17 runs as they were bowled out for their lowest ever score of 98. Australia's one-day cricket team is going through its final preparations ahead of the first match against India. These Aussies have spent the past few days getting used to Indian conditions, but they're confident they can succeed in the biggest challenge in cricket. A huge challenge, but something we're ready for and spoken a lot about. And um, I think everyone in the team's experienced playing over here before, so it's nothing new. The first match will be played tonight in Mumbai. Alex Dimonor has had a setback ahead of next week's Australian Open. The 20-year-old aggravated an abdominal injury and has pulled out of the Adelaide International. World number one, Ash Barty, was in good spirits ahead of her first-round match. It's Ash Barty. Who, who's this? He left his phone on during a press conference. She hung up on me. <laughs> Barty takes on Anastasia Pavlichnikova today. The biggest contract saga in the NRL is over after Latrell Mitchell officially signed with the South Sydney Rabbitohs yesterday. The two-time Premiership winner left the Sydney Roosters for the Bunnies on a one-year deal. But Mitchell says the public nature of the move took a toll on his family. I know my mum, she's, you know, she's my best friend and I guess just for her to be you know, upset about everything that's going on about me and and my, and my career. That's the hardest part that was about, you know, all this stuff. Souths are still working on bringing State of Origin forward Jai Arrow from the Gold Coast Titans this season. It's been a breakout year for Australian golfer Cameron Smith after taking out the Sony Open yesterday. The 26-year-old was trailing all day in the final round, but Smith forced a playoff with a putt on the 18th. In fading light, his opponent, Brendan Steele, buckled, gifting Smith two putts to claim victory. That's uh, been one that I've wanted to tick off for a long time. Um, you know, I've been out here four or five years now, and uh, to finally say that I, you know, I've won an event by myself uh, is is quite good. Smith takes home a 2.2 million dollar paycheck. As dozens of bushfires continue to burn across the country, a gesture of solidarity has been shown by Poland. A giant Australian flag was unveiled by a crowd during one of the country's largest charity events. The gesture was accompanied by the playing of our national anthem and a salute from uniformed students of a Polish maritime school. The event also raised money for our bushfire crisis. And that is seven early news for this Tuesday, the 14th of January. I'm Angie Asimus. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 